Nose of wax, every Tuesday. Nose of wax, here we go, yeah. Huh? Are you recording already? I'm recording already, but oh, yeah, right. don't worry. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, cool. I just like to do it that way. That's right, little, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> Hello again. Hello. <laughs> With Caroline again. Hi. Hi, y'all. <laughs> we, we met up to talk about the Das Improv Festival. Das Improv Festival, yes. yes. Uh, it's coming up uh, It's coming up this weekend, well, depending on what weekend uh, you're at. Um, so... Uh, okay. Go on this Tuesday, so next, yeah, next weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and basically, we've got uh, amazing. It's a, the the first ever improv festival at Comedy Cafe Berlin. There's going to be like teams, not only the best teams in Berlin, of course, um, which would not normally be costing like ten euros each to see, um, but there's really amazing uh, teams from from UCB and the Annoyance and all over uh, from IO and Second City. Uh, so we've got teams from Chicago, New York. And, uh, all over Europe coming, congregating in Berlin. Uh, it's going to be a really incredible weekend and you can just see all of them for one festival pass which is uh, 45 euros. I think, I think it's going to be a really great weekend. Uh, it's going to be both at Comedy Cafe Berlin and at Ida Nowhere which is a nice like cooperative space just around the corner. Um, so basically at Ida Nowhere you'll be seeing most of the like local teams uh, and then at Comedy Cafe you'll see more of the, the sort of uh, out of town um, big wigs and I guess some of our own uh, big wig teams as well yeah uh, so yeah you may you mainly do improv now what yeah got I you am. into improv um, improv is it's very interesting I suppose uh, I, I think when you see improv done at, at a high level it's the funniest thing ever to me like it's much funnier than than scripted stuff because I think if you see a lot a lot of stand-up um, you start to predict it after a while not necessarily you predict what the punchline is going to be but you know that a punchline is going to be there because of the rhythm of what's being said um, but improv is so unpredictable sometimes that uh, that I think it's it, to me it can be so much funnier when it's done right having said that it can be the unfunniest thing in the world <laughs> when it's done wrong uh, but that's just a risk that we have to take that's the same with stand-up uh, that's well, true well, yeah. well with stand-up when bad stand-up like at least they've got a joke you know at least they've sort of written a joke that's probably works at some point um, whereas with improv when it's going badly there's no saving it it's a sinking ship yeah <laughs> there's and no hope will there be different styles of improv at the festival uh, absolutely absolutely I mean it's mainly going to be what we call long form uh, which, which means it's going to be like sort of sort of set theatre like, like kind of like an improvised sketch show in, in a lot of cases um, but there'll be all sorts of styles there'll be musical improv um, different forms uh, sort of Harold Armando um, Ascat and, and, and that sort of thing but what you'll be seeing mostly is uh, a team doing a 25 minute set of some kind um, that have worked together before yes yeah. yes yes yeah. I mean there will be a jam there will be an opportunity for people to improvise themselves and not only that um, starting earlier in the week there's lots of work great workshops by um, like out of town uh, excellent out of town improvisers. everything from like hip hop improv um, to like uh, casting director is coming teaching how to like get into auditions and stuff like that and all sorts of other long form improvisation workshops that you wouldn't normally be able to get involved in so and that's all included in the pass uh, no oh okay <laughs> <laughs> the workshops are extra um, but the pass will get you into absolutely all the shows plus some other stuff as well I think there's like a goodie bag uh, and um, and like there's some food and, and, and drinks included in that as well and what's the easiest way to find out more about it? I'll go to uh, dasimprovfestival.com and it's all there. Cool. 
What's your favourite form? Do you have a favourite form of improv? Oh, it's a really, really good question. Um, I mean, uh, to perform in, I actually really love doing this form called a road trip. Uh, and I think it's because I'm lazy. But it's basically uh, f- f- maybe four or five improvisers sat down and they're in a vehicle, a motor vehicle. And that's, okay. that's the game. And so you just watch them have a conversation in, in a car. So they're going somewhere. And uh, I don't know, for me... Uh, I, not having to worry about object work or anything else, you can really, really concentrate on the on the improv, and um, I really enjoy p- performing that myself. But I should probably just get better at object work. That sounds like <laughs> a good way to get into it. Yeah, it's not bad, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's you were talking about forms before, and that's what's called a mono scene, and that's quite a big distinction. So a mono scene is usually uh, one scene happening in one location uh, with the same characters, and then. The other distinction is what you might see a lot uh, if you go to an improv jam is a montage where uh, things cut and change a lot. So we'll go from one scene to another, almost like having a lot of family guy cutaways. Um, so um, so yeah. that's, that's the, the, probably the two most distinct forms that you'll see at the festival is uh, a mono scene or a montage. Yeah, there, there was the, yeah, what happened, the family guy... Yeah. description is because I, I, yeah, I was like oh I'll go and try it out and I was like what, what's happening now <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah really yeah. confused so um, yeah I'm looking forward and I'll be volunteering the whole weekend oh that's great so that's great. I'll get to see lots of different forms which would be great mm. so I would like to get into it um, yes I mean as yeah. I've always said you know take it all as a boat pump uh, oh yeah we're doing this outside yeah 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 Okay, they're not the waving type. No, they're not the party boat. Well, you missed before we had like like a bunch of I guess I guess a stag do and they were singing. Uh, uh, who's that? Oh, take that. Oh no, wasn't it the take that dude? Oh no, yeah, you're right. It was oh, Roy Williams. Robin Sorry. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Angels, <laughs> Angels by Roy Williams, and then it ended just as they passed us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like oh. It was a bit awkward for everybody. I love an Angels instead, and then we still had like. <laughs> Kind of 30 seconds of that. I'm okay, I'm busy. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> red chests and tattoos. Yeah. Um, um, but yes, I, uh, yeah, I, I think the best way to get into it, and I'm not just promoing um, teaching because I, I don't get anything from CCB from, for doing it. They're, they're, you don't teach the improv classes? Um, no, no, I don't. I coach uh, improv, okay. but I'm not uh, a teacher uh, of improv at CCB. Okay. Um, and uh, but I would recommend always uh, doing a beginner's class. It's un- that's where it's different from stand-up. Uh, with stand-up, it's nice to do a class, my class in particular. Um, <laughs> but you do- you definitely don't have to. And a lot of good people have not taken classes. Um, but with improv, I think you almost have to. I think you okay. almost have to. Uh, it's just it's something where it's very it's kind of difficult to figure out. I guess because it's a group. Yes, it's yeah. about group mind, so, so you need a group with you <laughs> yeah. to figure it out a bit. Having said that, I mean, the boys that teach here, they, they did a lot by them, figuring out by themselves, because um, they had to, because there was no one else here, like the um, uh, GLB guys and gals. Um, but of course, they, ha- they have studied as well. Studied improv? Yes, they yeah. studied, like, but you'd ha- they had to go to America in those days. Ah, I mean, okay. there was just no one around here which they could learn from. Um, well, it's quite big now. The oh, improv yeah. scene. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> we can leave it as that. All right. Yeah? Thanks cool. again. Nice cheers. and sweet. Okay, cheers. Okay. So, hey, everyone. I'm with Caroline Clifford. She's uh, one of the comedy celebrities in Berlin. I think that's fair to say. Sure. sure. Yeah. In English, maybe. Yeah. In English. <laughs> I think you're, I don't know if you're known in the German scene, yeah. but yeah. 
she does she does the longest open mic longest running yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and stand up school mm-hmm. and recently the New Berlin competition. Berlin New Stand Up yeah. Award. <laughs> Sorry. It's, a, it's a new to me as well. I yeah. have to like, look it up sometimes. Is it um, award or awards? Yeah, so I'm quite excited to be chatting with her. Um, so, what are you mainly focused on now that it's that's over? Um, yeah, well, uh, good question. I mean, yes, there there is the website to come um, and things like that. And actually, I'm having a little bit of a summer break, I think. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I've, I've had quite a stressful like start to the year, so I'm gonna like I don't really have that much work booked until June, so I'm just gonna chill a bit actually, uh, and then think about starting up the classes uh, again. Not really till autumn. I've, okay. I've got one June class, and then I won't really okay. start them up because people don't like uh, studying in the summer and stuff. Yeah. Not adult stuff. I found that whenever I've tried to do classes in the summer, like they, there's a really big drop off of people who are like okay. I want to go to the park, and I'm yeah. like, so do I. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Ha- have you um you've been doing the class for about how long a year? Is that right? No, 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 like oh. three years now. Okay. To, yeah, yeah. Hear different things. Yeah. So I thought it was longer when someone told me it was year. Yeah. Um, has it changed much how you run it? Um, yeah, I mean the class definitely evolves. Like it's different each time I do it. Like I, I keep a running note of what I think works and what doesn't work and stuff. And yeah, it, it does evolve as it goes along. And it's but it's still structurally quite similar to the first time I did it. Okay. Um, so, um, but yeah, I like to think it improves. And sometimes I just invent like a like a like a whole new exercise to do. And uh, yeah. It's really good. Actually, there's one I very I'd like to share. Actually, yeah, do it. Um, so, uh, so it's like this thing. I think I came up with it. Like, I, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> when you think that you came up with something, you probably didn't. But it's like when you've got a bit, any bit that you've got, um, you should give it a heading. Like, no matter okay. how uh, oh, you were in the class. So I don't know if you got to this bit. I'm not sure. Okay, so you should give it a heading. So no matter what, uh, however complicated the heading is. So say um, the bit you could give a bit that I was doing recently is like uh, I um, I hate it when friends leave Facebook and then expect you to keep them updated on events ah, okay. going on so like that it's just as simple as that uh, and then everything that follows should be related to that bit and anything okay. that isn't related to that bit you should think about editing it or it, that isn't funny in itself you should think about editing it out and also second fold to that um, is is that title interesting is that an interesting title? Like, if you were like flicking through Facebook, would you pause over that mm. title? Would you think I? Would you Buzzfeed? Like, is that a clickbait title? Okay. Kind of thing. So, uh, so I think it's a really good way of editing your material because actually, if you think about the titles of a lot of people's materials, particularly if they're open micers, um, it's not an inter- It's often not an interesting title. It's often just like maybe uh, it originally was, but it's been overdone. Some, yeah, I think maybe. often. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Because mm. I don't think I don't think we came across that, but I really liked your thing of where I feel it's like the opposite, where it's you do an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I feel like it it uh, goes on to different thought patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's just di- a lot of it's directly from Logan Murray's uh, "Be a Great Stand Up" book. <laughs> I mean that was that was how I started to think about. Um, teaching comedy and stuff like that, but it's nice to come up with with new stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. 
different ways of thinking about mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. But you mainly do improv now. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, yeah, I do at the moment, but I'm just a very changeable person, so okay. I just go with whatever excites me at the time. But at the moment, I'm very excited by long form improvisation. But I certainly still keep my um, toe in the waters of, of stand up. Okay. After all, how would I sell my glasses if I wasn't actually <laughs> doing any stand up? That's true, and it's yeah. not that like they're completely different. No, not really. No. no. And what got you into improv? Um. I just, if you see improv performed at the highest level, I don't think there's anything quite like it as an okay. art form. As a comedy as a comedy form, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard than at, like seeing a really great improv show. Um, and I know people have thoughts, they think improv is this, they think improv is like whose line is it anyway. Um, but actually long form improvisation, like going to see like a 20, 30 or 60 minute like okay. basically sketch improvised sketch show yeah. um, is is something else but when it's performed at the highest level holy shit it's incredible and I was like you know I just I want to be able to do that and that, that's the thing really and I guess that's how people feel about stand up like they'll see a great stand up but now I'm not so turned on by watching great stand ups because okay. you know, I feel like I've seen the mechanics of it so many times mm-hmm. now that I can almost even if I can't predict what the punchline is, I'm just like, the punchline is coming, the punchline yeah. is coming. The pu-, you know, it sort of takes it out, whereas improv can still really surprise surprise you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do you teach any of the improv classes? No, no, but I, what I do is I coach. Okay. So I have a team called Sugar High, big up, huh. uh, and uh, and I like I, I coach them, I set them exercises and stuff like that. Okay. And that's really fun, it's really rewarding. Um, but no, I'm not an official teacher. Okay. And, uh, like, I've seen the shows at Comedy Cafe, but is it is there any, um, like, open co- improv nut that you can... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every Thursday you can go to an open improv jam at CCB, which okay. means that you can just walk up on stage oh, and, wow, and okay. join in, basically, and it's, like, split. And depending on how many people sign up, it's split into, like, four teams, five teams. Okay. Um, or um, there's a show called The Hedge uh, every okay. other Sunday, which my girlfriend runs, uh, okay. along with um, some other people, and um, you can just sign up like an open mic to with a team or even solo um, to to perform at that show. So that's kind of like the closest thing that we have to an improv open mic. Okay. Mm. Okay, so there's a few. Because, yeah, I've been thinking about doing that. And actually, I thought there would be more improv in your stand-up. I got a bit confused <laughs> with like, the stand-up. I thought it would be... Because you mm. do improv. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought it would be more of an improv-based. Yeah. Um, that's my fault. There's, I mean, you know, there, there is a few, there's a, a few little things. Yeah, I use it as a warm yeah. up. Yeah. I use it to get your blood flowing a bit, yeah. but as an exercise, um, I don't use it as much. And I know that Logan Murray, when I did his class, uh, he uses it a lot more than I do, which okay. is weird because I probably do a lot more improv than he does. Um, but, um, yeah, for some reason for me, it doesn't really work as much as at all. Did it, did you try doing more improv? Yeah, I do. And I find that, um, that stand-ups are, uh, it's really hard for them to get into it mm. kind of thing. And I don't know how to bridge that gap, how to, how yeah. to quite make it as a stand-up tool improv. For me, it's quite difficult because you've got people that, uh, I mean, you signed up because you wanted to do uh, improv, but uh, m- yeah. most people don't. Yeah. And so they're just like really scared they really don't know what to do yeah um they're not willing to step out and i don't know how how to make them do that i can certainly do that with improvisers um because that's what they're there for kind of things but um but yeah i don't know how i don't remember because it was 12 years ago how logan did that yeah but he got kind of everybody goofing about and jumping around and stuff i think it's more what people are expecting i noticed that um mm. you know uh, some people want 
to have like the, a, a goal mm. like you know and, and I feel like for your class like, most people sign up because they want to have a set and yeah. get up on stage mm-hmm. whereas I didn't care about yeah uh, I've already so I, I just wanted techniques oh. for being able to write new stuff yeah so yeah. Um, I think you would have been better yeah. off with the next class although yeah, it's not maybe. actually that improv focused either yeah. but it's like we take your set and sh- try and sharpen it up and try and give you ideas and inspiration yeah. um, um, but yeah no I'm definitely glad I signed up even mm-hmm. if it's just to hear you tell jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. How long have you been doing comedy for? Well, I mean, I did my first gig in 2006. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I have been doing it that long. I mean, I definitely don't do it as intensely as I used to. Um, and that's actually one of the things that improv is good for, is that I can get on stage after having not performed for a, a couple of weeks, uh, or three weeks even, and uh, I don't know, I don't feel rusty. Kind yeah. of thing. I just I feel like I can get back into it because I think so much of being a stand-up is acting like you're mm. saying it for the first time like that and that's yeah. something that you have to practice to do because it's acting whereas I don't have to practice to do that because I yeah. do that with improv all the time um, so um, so yeah I like that's an advantage is that I can be a lazier improviser <laughs> a lazier stand-up by, yeah. by filling in the gaps with improv but it's because you've done the hard work beforehand so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it. And so were you doing it, you must have done it before you came to Berlin, were you doing it in England? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's How where d- I started. Yeah. Do you find the scenes much different? Oh, it's so different. Okay. How? Yeah. <laughs> it's so different. Well, I mean, in, in London, it's, there's so many more shows, although it's getting like that here, um, mm. and there's so many more people doing it, so um, what you have is so many of the shows that you perform at in London are garbage like just the work, <laughs> just such a bad experience and you've had to travel and you know how big London is so you're traveling you know like an hour to this show and it's like you know like four people there I mean you hear this with New York as well um and um and it's just like so so many of the shows you do are not worth doing whereas a show like this won't last five uh, like that won't, doesn't last five minutes in Berlin like if you're not putting on a pretty good show yeah like um it's normally doesn't last that long you know i mean a couple of them have um but um but mostly all all the shows here are great i mean mm. it's 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 such a fertile scene and still more shows are opening up and they're still good so um it's like we're desperately trying to find that breaking point it's like let's break it i just feel like everyone's going let's find out where it breaks um and uh, it will but uh, but i feel like we've got we've still got a, a good couple of years ahead of us there's a, bro- a really broad range of shows Yes, that's that's the main thing. Is I say yes, start up new shows, but try and find a niche. Try and find yeah. something different. Like someone just, uh, uh, yeah, um, Michelle and Dan just opened up one for like where you can bring your baby, and I'm just like at oh, eleven a.m. Michelle. and that's fucking brilliant. Like let's have shit like that. That's just a, a really great idea, I think. Um, but another thing about London is uh, a lot of people there's something to there's a point to it you know it's like people like i want to be on tv i want to have a sitcom i want to be on the radio that kind of thing whereas here on the english scene there's no point to being a comedian other than loving doing comedy and i think that's really really beautiful um is that we're all doing it here and there's no you know there's no award that you get there's no tv show you're just doing it for the fun of it you know, I mean, you can do the most that anyone could do, which is say doing it like an hour show or going to Hamburg within a year. Yeah. And you've done it. 
so it's like so then if you carry on it's just because you for the love of it and you want to be better it's not um you know so it means that i think people are much freer to be uh, themselves to be their own type of comedian and i think that's really important whereas somewhere like london and i'm not saying this across the board but there are many more archetypes it's like what does a tv okay. producer want to see it's interesting um whereas here people are just like like i just want to be me kind of thing at least the good ones are like that <laughs> yeah it's interesting you mm. say it like that mm. um i mean I, I i do some poetry and i've been um going back into that and actually i find i was surprised how none of them they are just they are doing it more than comedians yeah. like they don't care about any money yeah yeah and so it's a stark difference so yeah but i guess you're right like mm. I hadn't thought of it like that. I was comparing it against the poetry scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, that's interesting. I'm just going to take my tea bag out. Oh, it's really like, it's really Yeah. <laughs> it's so minty. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, um, you, you have some uh, nice videos. I love the when, when I grow up. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's nice. Um, but but I, I think like we have we've had some people an influx of people recently, and they sort of like maybe they've been doing comedy in their own country or whatever, and they come here and they see how fertile it is, and then they yeah. start up like a billion shows, you know, <laughs> and they start up shows all over Germany and things like that, and um, yeah, it's a lot because suddenly they realise that they can live their dreams within like six months of being mm -hmm. a, a, a professional comedian, which is kind of what that is. Um, Kind of, uh, and uh, yeah, it's not necessary. It's sometimes at the detriment to the scene because now suddenly we have all of these these new shows, um, and um, and the you know, it's like I think people stretch themselves a bit thin, and then they realise they've stretched themselves thin, and they have to like stop stop working at that level to a while because the excitement of working being a professional comedian will only take you so far before you realise oh well, I'm now this is now like a full time job. Um, and uh, I've got to like, I've got to cut some things here and there, you know. What do you mean they're doing too much? Yeah, I think some people take on too much. Yeah, and for a while, and then they, and then the quality drops, and they're not, they're just spreading oh, themselves thinly. They're not able to pr promote the shows like they used to, mm. and do all the funny little gifts and all the stuff they were doing at the beginning. Uh, and then you know that's a bummer. And now we have like eight new shows that are kind of not being that well run because the pr producer has uh, kind of like lost the the initial enthusiasm a little bit um so i think there's sometimes a problem of that yeah i mean i guess it would help if they're working with other people though. yes i always say work with someone else yeah and if you're a dude preferably make that a woman well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i've said that sometimes mm. um i still yeah i don't know it's one of those topics that maybe can go on for too long but I, I mean just from I don't understand it but I do see like I see that less women sign up yeah. for shows um, yeah and so like it does feel like if if you do sign up as a woman mm. especially if you're not well known you're more likely to get on than on a open yeah. mic mm -hmm. um, but then I do see that there are less female like um, hosting shows mm. I don't do you have any thoughts on why there is just less women generally um well all i know is that in my beginners class up, up until my most recent class 
which for some which was bizarrely quite heavily men um but other than that it's been about 50 50 sometimes okay. more often more women than than men okay and i always like to think that that maybe that's like because i'm a female teacher and it's like easier and blah 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 um but whatever reason that is um we know that in if, if we sort of take that as like a bit of pseudoscience that that women are just as more as just as interested in becoming stand-up comedians as men okay so the interest is the you, same you think that is true yes I okay do. i do if we if we take if we just take the class as a thing we can say that maybe that's true okay um and then so so that means that something is happening um between the class and the kind of open mic state scene to, to have that drop off and we can reason lots of different ideas between that but we know that the interest is the same so okay. something is off-putting when it comes to the open mic circuit that's that's more off-putting to women than it is to men uh and um that's when we could get into like uh potentially like murky territory of reasoning why that might be yeah why people why women are put off um for i just what i was interested in your general mm. experience and mm. knowledge not that what you say is yeah. possible <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean well i mean my experience my personal experience has been like fine you know i've just got on with it and mm. i've always just I, i've never really felt mistreated as a woman other than in a ridiculously cartoonish sense okay where i was like in amsterdam and guys are like oh you know all the do period jokes you know and i was just like you can't even take that seriously like that like, doesn't even so hurt if you did at that point you know and i was like oh let me cross that out um there goes my opener <laughs> um so um yeah, but I mean, I do, I do get feedback that like you know, some dudes are like creepy or they're more condescending to women and stuff like that. But because that's not my personal experience, you know, because it's just hearsay. And we do have the women's group, which I believe you're you're on the Facebook group um, for for women non-binary trans. Um, you know, like you just kind of hear that one side of it, I think. Um, and uh, I, I just I do try and keep an open mind. I mean, people might. Uh, disagree with that seeing the way i sort of like go off of, about certain subjects on facebook sometimes um but i do keep an open mind about it but that's that's sort of some of the feedback that i hear that some of the mm. more negative feedback is that it's sort of slightly and because this is a like people start it as a hobby usually yeah um they're like if people are going to be like weird and cliquey and condescending then they'll just be like oh fuck this you know like yeah. i don't know i like i don't need to spend like my evenings being in a slightly like aggressive environment um and that's it and then what happens is like it sort of feeds itself is that then the more men there are the less female representation there is the less likely a woman is to sort of go you know what i really really want to try that and then there's that point of view True. well if you yeah. really really want to be a comedian then you're not going to care about any of those things yeah and I, agree, I agree with that too but at the same time why should it be harder for a woman why should it be harder it shouldn't be no I just guess you've got a point if you really want to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just think that if it's going to be hard and cliquey and weird and creepy and stuff like that, then it should be just as creepy for both groups. But I feel like maybe, um, you know, it's... So like, women should be creepier. Absolutely, they should. <laughs> they should. They should be okay, creepier. Cool. <laughs> they should be more mediocre. They should be more condescending. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, oh, like, I thought you meant to, to the male comedians directly. <laughs> yeah, sure, 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 sure. Let's just even it out, whatever that means. Be more gross. Yeah, that's true feminism. We should be more gross absolutely. to men yeah. and not care about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, I'll, t- I'll accept that challenge. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like a fun challenge. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so what, you were talking about, like, shows, like, running shows. What would be, like... So you, you've done good movies, but I'm guessing you've run other shows Yeah, and I'm currently like, running other shows yeah. as well. But I try yeah. and do niche shows, that's the thing. I try yeah. and do things that aren't currently happening at the moment. What would be, like, your sort of tips on if you're thinking of show, starting a show? Yeah, I would say try and strike out in an area where there isn't a lot of stuff going on, maybe. And just try and do something... Just try really try and do something different that's really you, that you've really got an interest in, you know? Um, and um, that's... Yeah, that's my thing. So I'm not saying don't do an open mic because like open mics are a great place yeah. for people. But just try and make it like cool and weird and different. You know, just try and uh, just just make it something that you are yourself excited by. That you're not going to be like it's not going to feel like a chore yeah. a few months down the line. You know, something that you really want to like. You've got that showcase, and I can really oh, feel yeah. that you put yourself into it, and so that makes it exciting for you um, and stuff like that. <laughs> I need to work. <laughs> yeah, some of the, it was a lot more work than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, don't take on too much. That's tip number two. <laughs> yeah, I need to really yeah. work that out. But yeah. But yes. Um, but I mean, Tyrone's a great like example of that. He's always yeah. trying new stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think that's great. Yeah, trying new formats. Yeah. Um, keep just keep the enthusiasm up. Work with other people. Um, work with someone that maybe has a different point of view to you as well, so that you're yeah. not just booking the same faces all the time. But maybe that's your point. Maybe maybe you want want to just book certain types of tall yeah. tall men. Um, <laughs> tall men, <laughs> yeah. tall men comedy. It's it's high and mighty. Though. I'm always being asked to <laughs> yeah. reach stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. top shelf comedy. Okay. <laughs> that's actually quite a good name for a show. Top <laughs> yeah. shelf comedy. I'm sure that's, that sounds like a bog standard Leicester Square London showcase. It's it? a good name. I didn't <laughs> say it would make a good show. <laughs> that's another thing. Is like after you've been doing comedy for a little while here, and you're sort of good in big adventure commas, um, then um, you you know you, you go to all the sort of neighbouring countries, and uh, you know your Belgiums and other like. Eastern Europe and stuff like that. So I've done all those like Zagreb's and got off to Scandinavia and stuff like that. But the fact is, I don't really like travelling for comedy okay. anymore. So, like those days are a bit behind me. I don't like sleeping on. Did, did you a couch. used to like it? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I probably used to like it more, but I just don't like travelling half the day to yeah. to do a show because like I just um, I don't know. I just don't love doing stand up. Like it's totally fine. But I don't love it enough to, like, people will just... It's 24 hours of your life, people, mm. that you could be, like, sitting around or going climbing or going to a cafe. So it's just, like, for me, it's just not worth it because yeah. I, don't, I don't love... Um, I love teaching it, but I, do, I don't love performing it. It's not worth going out the country for me. Okay. All. It's not even worth going to Vedding. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, I live in Vedding. I have to come down here all the time. <laughs> it is Case a pain. Point, yeah. Case in point, oh, my God, yeah. I can't believe it's running late again. Yeah. yeah. Um, all that. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, do you find much difference between um, performing in different countries? I mean, you compared London and here, but um, generally, do you have to like change your setup if you think you're going to a different country? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, obviously, if you've got any like local references, that's the only thing I can really think of. But yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, if you you know you've you've got to just have 
make sure that you have charisma. Charisma is that is completely universal. So, um, and um, and and that's it really. But other than that, it's just common sense. What would work in another country and what wouldn't? You know, mm. if you have to set something up, say, well, in Germany we have this cake called. You know, it's just like um, yeah. so. Uh, so yeah, you just got to drop all of the really like local Auslander behörde or whatever it is kind of stuff. But it still might be a really fucking good joke, um, whether whether or not. So. Well, I remember you saying if if they're thinking, they're not laughing. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yes, I remember we all went um, to uh, to do the showcase in Belgium, like a bunch of us Berliners, uh, years ago now, uh, and um, oh, I was just like. Berlin this, Berlin that, Berlin this, Berlin that, you know, it was like really nauseating after a while. And then to know that you're going on next and you're all Berlin this, Berlin that as well, oh. it like just looks like, who are these fuckers, you know, just write some jokes about something else. Yeah, um, I guess so, it's a bit like name dropping. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. 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 And it's not like we were, I mean, that, that would be bad enough if we were just in another part of Germany, but like we weren't even in Germany. Yeah. We are in Belgium. <laughs> I guess if you're in Bavaria, they would love hearing about all the freaks in yeah, Berlin. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. But then after a while, you'd be like, well, why is all your stuff about Berlin? Yeah, that too, yeah. But that's why I try and get people to write about experience, the experience and the human connection. That's the really relatable thing, not the city and the landmarks and the offices and stuff like that. I mean, that's funny to a certain extent, but if you really talk about um, the kind of human, the relationships and the human and the emotions and the reactions, then that's, that travels. Yeah, and that's probably what's universal. We mm. all have these weird things yeah. going on in our head. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's funny actually getting to the teaching thing because I, years ago, f for some reason, um, I w was desperate to be a high school teacher. Okay, like, so what's something I really wanted to do? But you need a, a bachelor's degree. Okay, in order to do that, and I never went to university. Okay. actually. Um, so I was looking for ages for different ways in and blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of gave up, uh, in the end of the day. And so it's so funny that sort of later in my life, I've got into teaching, I suppose, through the back door, really. What did you, you want to teach at high school? Um, any, something gay, like something like, uh, you know, like, like design technology or okay. something like that, you know, just something practical. Is that something you've designed technology you've sort of got experience in? Not really, but okay. I mean, you don't like massively need to at school. Like computers would be something I could teach, I suppose, okay. or something like that. But just like, like one of the more practical ones. It wouldn't be a, a very academic subject because I'm not okay. academic. Um, but I always, because I had a really good experience at school, even though I didn't do like academically well, but I just enjoyed my time there. Um, and uh, like it was a bit weird at home, so I actually really weirdly liked school, even okay. though I was a bit of a like a C student. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was like, but but like that's often because I really, you know, some of the teachers were just so great and so nice and everything, yeah. and so I, I guess I wanted to be like that in a way. What sort of teachers did you get on with? Um, I guess the ones that teach you like grown-ups and everything, okay. everything uh, or treat you like grown-ups. Um, I was always the class clown, of course, um, <laughs> so, you know, the ones that laughed at my jokes and <laughs> weren't just like annoyed all the time and were, fu were a bit funny themselves and I could spar with a bit, so I always saw myself as being that kind of teacher. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I always liked the sort of institutionalness of, of school, in a way, because I'm a bit like, aid I'm a bit like all over the place, so... Um, it still appeals to me, t to me today to be forced into a routine okay. anyway. And I'm kind of making it work in Berlin somehow, even though I'm not forced into a routine at the moment. I think you have to, though, if you want mm. to do anything seriously, because there's so many distractions. Oh, yeah. Like, if you just go, ah, oh, it might happen. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. probably won't, because you'll just end up all day in the park. 
Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, you can just wander off. So you don't travel at all for comedy now? Um, not really, although with the improv last year, we went to Iceland. But oh. that's like a holiday. Like, that's fucking okay. fun. Uh, and we also went to uh, New York for DCM, which is one of the biggest improv festivals okay. uh, in the world, RIP, because they don't really do it properly anymore. Um, so and again that was like an incredibly amazing holiday like I wasn't just going to New York to do like 10 minutes okay, um, yeah. so uh, so that's that doesn't really count but okay. yeah that kind of shit I'm all over and okay. also I've never been to Iceland before I mean that was yeah. amazing we were there for like uh, you know four nights it was an incredible time um, but th- this year um, because DCM isn't happening we're doing an improv festival a comedy cafe so we're doing like ah. uh, our own one and so I'm like helping out with that and that's going to be really really great when is that? That is, I'm going to get throttled. Um, that is at the end of June. It's like the 23rd. But okay, edit point. Um. <laughs> is it, is I'll it get Das if I get Improv? Das Improv Festival. Okay, so I have seen that. Yeah. Uh, and it's the 28th to the 30th of June. 28th to the 30th of June. Yeah. So it's right at the end um, there. And anyone can sign up to perform and stuff like that. Uh, and um, it's good. So I'm. I'm so it's not just experts. Like you can... Yeah, you can just sign up to perform for sure. Okay. I mean, what we're going to try and have is like a second venue in that way that we okay. can like, like everybody can get a chance to perform because that's what DCM was like. Is mm. that okay? In, in fairness, people had to apply, but there was stuff going on. It was actually seventy-two hours straight, yeah. so you could perform at like four in the morning, and it was really fun. You get drunk, so we, we want to try and bring that vibe. But whether or not we can get a second venue is is a bit difficult. So if you know of anything that would be suitable... What would be, like, the requirements of like, sort of see? Well, we'd want somewhere that where there's both a bar that we can run all night, where people can... where the neighbours maybe aren't too terrible. Okay. But, um, that's and, quite tricky. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's a bit of an ask. Um, like, there is this club on Maybach Ufa, and we really wanted to get that because um, it's just completely industrial around there. Uh, and uh, they're unfortunately busy that that weekend, but that was like we had our really had our okay. hopes set on it, um, and stuff like that. So, but it's going to be great. Des Improv Festival is the first yeah. one in Berlin. We're trying to get like teachers over from from UCB and all, all over. Okay, um, wow. Uh, to to get over it, so we're trying to secure people at the moment. Who are you working on that with? Um, there's a whole bunch of us working on it, so there's like a committee of people. So I'm on the programming team, which is led by my girlfriend Antonia Bear, uh, and um, we're uh, just all all the kind of improv bods. Yeah, are are working together on it, of course, with with Josh and Noah Telson who run yeah. the cafe. Um, but we're like, yeah, yeah, we've just split into committees basically. Okay, and when you said you were travelling uh, with the improv stuff, is it the same sort of group as you have as uh, it's that time of the month? Yeah, but I mean, there's like there's just a whole group of us, so okay. yeah, definitely those people yeah. are in it, and then there's a whole bunch of other people as well. Yeah. Um. So we have like a comedy cafe, what's called Harold Teams, okay. and they're like the house teams. So so like the ah, house okay. teams are the people that I'm in like lots of different other groups with as well. Okay. So it will probably this is probably not so interesting getting to like the. Um, talking about people that people don't know yeah. haven't seen. No, I just wonder, because I yeah, know yeah. that it's that time month is quite popular, and I wonder yeah. if it's the same oh, yeah. people. All those yeah. girls, plus more. Plus more. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking at doing uh, the big one? You know, you had the one at um, English Theatre. Oh, so yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do that again. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That was great. Loads of people came out to that. It was a great it was show fun. as well. Yeah. It was so, so fun. Yeah. Um... 
again, that was just something that exceeded, certainly exceeded my expectations. I mean, I okay. didn't think that many people would come out to see it. Um, but then I'm very naturally cynical, which means I often get nicely surprised when yeah, things are That is are a sold positive, positive. It can be, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's positive, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. How did you find, like, how long did it take to find that sort of group that where you can just work well and you know you work well? Um, it's funny. I don't even remember it's that time of the month coming together. No. <laughs> like, anymore. I think we just, um, what, a, a Comedy Cafe, they were, um, starting to, the Improv Jam, they decided to have groups sign up to host it. You know, so you can sign up to, ho it's another one of the kind of open mic things you can do. So you can sign up to host the um, the jam every Thursday. And we just decided to get, just to have like girls only. I guess we we're trying to do a reaction. Because like we have the same problems in the improv scene with like m maybe so too many dudes around sometimes. Uh, and um, and it just sort of came off the back of that. Of, like, okay, yeah. Getting a, an all girl team together. And then we decided to do it like a talk show, to do it like mm. The View. And it's just like it evolved, evolved, evolved. It used to be on a Monday. No one used to come and see it, and, um, and now it's like really popular on a Sunday. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's just great. It's just evolved really naturally. A couple of extra people have joined. One person's left, so it's great. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, we're gonna leave it there now. I think we've covered most grounds. Yeah. Great. Which is quite hard with someone like you. Oh, I'm sure. I'll... I'm sure there's other stuff that would have been great to talk about that yeah. hasn't come up. But yeah. Um, where so the best place to go and if see your I mean do you perform at Gamuz? Do you yes, host? I do. Yeah, no, no, I, I I do. I kind of um, alternate doing improv and stand up at Gamuz. So okay, just, cool. You know, you never know what you're going to get, but the the improv is is great too. Um, so we are not Gamuz every Tuesday at same heads eight. Yeah, eight that's the best place to see Caroline. PM, yeah, cool. But get yeah. there early because it fills up. It fills up very quickly, and that's yes. actually the main reason why I never. <laughs> I often miss it because it's so far away. Got to reserve. And I don't ever get a, a reserve seat. Yeah. Oh, no, I'll let you I obviously, just, I always feel like, I normally end up at the nose because it's just so Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's not it's nothing, it's just like oh nose or mm. travel. Yeah. Yeah. So but yes, I will make it. I have been once, but you actually weren't there. So uh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't like, happen. Yeah, that was pretty unlucky. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> cool. Um Okay, yeah. And so, I'm always at Comedy Cafe Berlin doing okay. improv one team or another or some kind cool, of show. Yeah. And what is your main website? Um CarolineClifford.com. Cool. Best place to see updates? Um, it? It's not updated, but it certainly links to things that are updated, like Facebook and whatnot. Okay, yes, it's cool. A very, very awful websites. So that means <laughs> you're a great artist. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, exactly. I find that that's Let's that's a that. very grey thing. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying don't go into that too much. Okay, so uh, bye everyone. Ciao. Bye. Nows of wax every Tuesday. Nows of wax. Bye for now. Yeah. You can contact me at noseofwaxnoseofwax at gmail.com. I've got it recording, but I edit it as well, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, it picks up sound pretty well. Um, yeah, I started off just doing it, like, just on my own. Like, I would sometimes have a few people on it, and then mm -hmm. I started doing, like, they're not really interviews, but like, yeah, that, and yeah, it just got a lot more listeners. Cool. It seems quite nice.
And it's kind of interesting because everyone, like some people, they become really different as soon as it's recording. Yeah. Some people aren't uh, really different, and uh -huh. it's really interesting cool. to get to do it actually. Um, so. Yeah, um, but do you want a coffee or anything? I'm trying to cut down on caffeine. Oh, I might be going to like crazy, but I'm very I'm sleepy. Um, um, I'm trying to stick to one coffee and one tea a day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want a caffeine-free thing? Uh, what do you have that's caffeine some nice teas. So all this shit. Okay, <laughs> maybe maybe this. Oh, maybe yeah, 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 that yeah. might help. It helps. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, no, my caffeine consumption is crazy. I mean, not like not probably compared to a teacher or something. But, compared um, to who? A teacher. A teacher oh. supposed to like drink the most, but I still like can have like three, you know, espressos. I just find that when I drink, if I don't, if I don't keep it in check, I just quickly go from one to, I don't know, I don't know how many. Hey. And then usually, like, I, I go quite quickly into just drinking coffee, and then I go a bit crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I don't like, I don't like <laughs> you're gonna be a nuisance, aren't you? Yes, you're gonna be a nuisance. Is this the picture of the cat that's like fallen off the chair? That's a great picture. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get that thing where when when you've got a lot on, you you fantasize about what you're gonna do, but then when you actually have time, you just end up sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm not like, yeah, I'm not really a sleepy person, so, okay. but I'll like, I, I can easily fill time, like I'll just fill time with my okay. hands immediately. Like what? Um, I don't know, like, just like climbing or just like pissing about and just going okay. to different things. Maybe I'll like, like I'm really excited to make the website for the competition and so okay. that's going to be very, very time consuming. But okay. it's the kind of time that, I, it's the kind of time that I like consuming in a way, so. Okay. So I can just like, I can just busy myself with stuff a lot. Um, oh, that's the cat. Okay. <laughs> it's still big for all to hear. There'll probably be a lot of uh, cat noises on this. That's all right. Oh, she better not be shitting the whole time. <laughs> she hates something in the centre of attention. Just like mommy, huh? Oh. In that centre. Oh, okay. So she did. Oh, sorry. Do you need anything from the kitchen? Because we're going to do the podcast from here. Oh, right. Uh, or do you want us to do it in the front room? Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Thanks. Bring your shirt arrived. Yeah. She did? Yeah, the kitchen. Yeah.
Oh, hey. Have <laughs> you guys met? Antonio's. Uh, I don't think we spoke, but I know your face, so. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> what a face. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm ready. You're ready. Cool. Yep.